Hi, welcome to Not Another Marketing Podcast. This week, we're talking about outsourcing your social media with the Chief Growth Officer at Rocket Station, Greg Brooks. So stand by for heaps of advice and lots of insight. Thanks for downloading. It can be a big step kind of handing over all your social media channels to a freelancer or an outside agency. It's kind of like the public face of your brand, isn't it? So how should we be going about this and what questions should we be asking? This week I'm talking to Greg Brooks, the Chief Growth Officer at Rocket Station, who specialise in finding expert virtual assistants and freelancers to kind of help grow your business. Now you can find Greg on LinkedIn, you can find Rocket Station on their website, Check out the links in the show notes. Can I quickly mention that Not Another Marketing Podcast is ad-free? Love it if you could give the pod a shout on social media. Subscribe via your favourite podcast app. You can find more episodes at jtid.co.uk forward slash podcasts. Now, the first thing I asked Greg was kind of why should we outsource our social media? What can virtual assistants, freelancers, outside agencies, what can they do better than us? I think, especially for the social media aspect, I think whether it's the ability to manage all the different channels, right? Like mm. creating content, what we, you know, we kind of have a, a running joke here. It's, you know, a lot of people, everybody wants to have a presence on social media, but there's that word social at the beginning of it, yeah. right? Where you need to have a consistent presence. You need to have, um, you know, it, it needs to be on brand, right? There needs to be like a style guy. There needs to be a certain consistency to it. And whether you're an agency, whether you're a business owner trying to do that yourself, I mean, let's just be honest, on the agency side, the social media side of it, especially just on the organic, right? Mm. Having, having that consistent presence, like there's not a lot of money in that, right? A lot of yeah. agencies are doing that as a byproduct of wanting to run your paid ads. Yeah. So having a scalable solution to be able to offer that to the client, because you know, clients, you know, they don't understand necessarily on, on the organic side, yeah. like what that reach does. They just know they need a consistent presence. So both from the scalability of it, from an agency owner standpoint, but then I think whether you're an agency owner or you're a small business looking to outsource your social media, just having someone who can focus on that all day, every day. You know, we, we work with a lot of small to mid-sized business owners where, you know, their social media manager is, is either themselves, the business owner, or, yeah. you know, one of their top people in the office. So pulling them away from the 900 other things sure. that they need, right? We all see the spike in all these brands and the content they're putting out January 1st. And then come February 1st, it's like, oh, where'd they go? I don't see <laughs> yeah. them anymore, right? They get the resolution in yeah. there to, I'm going to consistently put out three pieces a week yeah. and that lasts for the first week, you yeah. know? So I, I think yeah. just the the ability, um, and especially with outsourcing, the, the scalability, the affordability of it to really bring someone in who's an expert, but who can truly allow you to be social and be consistent in your posting across all platforms. Yeah, because I think it's it's worse sometimes to be doing a little bit and not enough, isn't it? You, you you know, it's kind of like not quite doing the job properly. That can be worse than than not doing it at all, can it really? Yes, exactly. Yeah. I mean, and, and whether it's, you know, whether it's the TikToks and I mean, even LinkedIn, right? The places where you can still get a nice organic reach and there's yeah. a little bit of virality to it. Yeah. I mean, you have to have consistency, right? It's yeah. not every video that's going viral. You got to kind of mess with the algorithms to get it there. Or, you know, in the, in the event of like Facebook or even Instagram, right? Where, where the organic doesn't necessarily get you as much reach. It's sure. like, I use that when I'm vetting people that we work with. Yeah. And if I go to your Facebook page and I see like, oh, you've posted three times in the last week, but your last post before that was six months ago. I start yeah. to be like, 
oh, do I want you to be my marketing agency? Like that's, there's clearly a, a disconnect in the consistency here. So yeah, yeah I, I think it's yeah. just important to have somebody where that can be their core focus. And especially in the event of outsourcing, whether, like I said, you're using an agency or whether you're an agency that leverages, you know, outsource teams or virtual teams as a part of your team, it can give you really affordable scalability to have a true, you know, social media presence. Sure. Yeah, it's interesting because because that, that leads to like social proof, doesn't it? I suppose at the end of the day, because if you it, we don't always know the companies that we're dealing that we're doing business with, do we? We don't know the people who we buy things from because you you Google something, you come across somebody, and you never heard of them. There could be anybody. So you tend to go to social media to try and find that little bit of social proof. You know, are, are these people actually genuine? Would you agree? Yeah, definitely. I mean, yeah. I, I, I think a lot of business owners on their website, they just add the, you know, the LinkedIn logo, the Facebook yeah. logo, the TikTok logo with the link just because everybody else d does it. But I mean, I just know in terms of how I buy, but how I feel like a lot of customers now buy, like, you know, they understand that Google, you know, half of the first page is people who have paid for that, right? The consumers yes. are smarter than they were five, 10 years ago. So they're also going to look at your Facebook page. They're going to look at your, look at your LinkedIn page. They might even creep who your employees are, right? They're going to go yeah. to a bunch yeah. of different channels to try to get a good litmus test as to like, are you as good as, as the sales guy that I just talked to said you are? Yeah. There's also that terrifying concept of kind of handing over your brand to somebody else that, that can be a scary thing to have to do what are they gonna what are they gonna say definitely definitely yeah. how and do you I, get over that yeah and, and i think when it comes to like i said whether you're you're a business hiring and outsourcing yourself mm. you know whether it's through an agency or, or just you know hiring a virtual assistant to run it for you or um you know, even if you're, if you're looking to, to really do it yourself, like, I feel like you have to have a plan in place, meaning you can't just, I mean, unless you're paying a branding agency, right? Unless you're, yeah. you have yeah. that kind of money to say, Hey, we know we do this good, but we don't really have a brand around it. Create yeah. that story. Yeah. But if you feel like you have a brand, right? We, we work with a lot of really like kind of geographical localized businesses that have a reputation. They have a brand, whether they're you know good at telling that story across the channels or not is kind of to be determined, but they have a very strong conviction of how they want to be. Well, you can't just hire somebody or outsource it or hire a VA or hiring agency and just mm. think that they're going to automatically get aligned in that, right? To, to be candid with you, even here at Rocket Station, we, we leverage a third party, like a fractional CMO type setup and leverage yeah. an agency on yeah. top of internal team members yeah. to do our marketing. And I mean, I know just from going through it, I mean, that was a very intentional three month alignment process, right? And, it, and, and this was everything across the board. They run all of our brand strategy. But I think even when you're outsourcing the social media, things like style guides, branding guides, yeah. which yeah. logos to use, what not to use, formatting, color schemes, creating you know a pamphlet, creating some kind of documentation around that so that the person has clarity. Um, and, and I know like the, the mission statement, right? That's kind of cliche, but giving we're big fans of, of Donald Miller and, and the story brand framework here here at Rocket Station, and a lot of our clients leverage that as well. But giving some, you know, the context to the person that you're going to hand this to, you know, in, in terms of whether it's you know procedural documentation, 
brand guides, mm. whatever, you've got to do the planning ahead of time so that they can get aligned quickly. And then the second part of that, John, once, once they're in there is don't just set it and forget it, right? Sure. Check in, sure. give them feedback, right? Don't just yeah. say, okay, yeah. I've given you this little resource guide or this booklet, you're going to nail it. Like we know that's not the expectation and there's probably going to be some figuring it out across both of your ends, but like embrace that, right? Set time with that virtual assistant or with that agency to make sure we're giving them feedback. Hey, didn't like how you did this. Hey, this was perfect. Let's let's emulate and mirror this more, right? Don't just kind of hand yeah. it off and say, perfect, I got that. A lot of people for marketing, it can kind of be a burden. It's like, oh, yeah. I got it off my plate, yeah. perfect. Yeah. Like, like, no, don't take that approach. Do some planning ahead of time, create some, some alignment with the individual or agency you're using and then set time to check in and calibrate so that they really can get dialed into what you yeah, want yeah. portrayed on behalf of your company. Yeah. So so would you kind of put together some sort of a pack, like a voice and tone, a style guide, image guide, all this sort of thing? And and to what extent would you go to putting together this pack and then giving it to a freelancer? Would you would you make some giant pack? Yeah, no, definitely. So, so part of, part of how we, we're big believers like in process and process mm. can mean a lot, right? From marketing yeah. to branding to sales, it, 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 there's different ways to structure that. But yes, we, we're big believers that, you know, you want the person to be, to be a part of your team, whether they are just kind of an hourly freelancer that you're using three, four, five hours a week, or whether you're hiring an agency who's supporting you with multiple people, um, either working with the agency to develop that, that pack together or doing it yourself, right? Simple things like listing out, you know, your color guides, style guides. And, and, yeah. and for those of you that, that maybe haven't built a marketing or branding guide before, even simple examples of like, hey, which logos to use, which scripts to use, which fonts to use, here's our mission statement. And even, you know, what we find success with with some of our clients that are really just dabbling in starting their social media mm -hmm. presence is, hey, you obviously want to get into social media and, and have a better brand because you've seen someone who what they're doing resonates with you. Give us screenshots, give us links to their account. Tell us what messaging you really like and don't like, and then we mm. can emulate that for your brand and put your own voice on it. So yeah, we're, we're big believers. I think when you start saying style guide or brand guide, people you know think of this big 1500 yeah. page document and it's yeah. everything to a T, yeah. which size, which font. I don't think it needs to be that elaborate. I think you have to look at what your company is. And I think candidly, if you're having to build one of those, you should work with an agency that specializes sure. that, that has a brand background. But when you're just looking to, to gain a solid social media presence, just having some rough outlines, examples, things that you like that you've seen that you want to emulate, I think that can go a really long way because at the end of the day, the VA you're hiring, they have a background in this, right? They they've, yeah, they've, yeah. have yeah. experience in social media, in social media management, brand management. So once you can help just kind of speed up that calibration of who you guys are and how you want to be portrayed, it just helps them become yeah. more aligned with you a lot quicker. Yeah. Do, do you think that if the process is too tight or the branding guidelines are too tight, that can stifle creativity? Uh, that's a great question. So I look at this, John, in two different ways. I think for the small business owner trying to hire an you know, offshore or mm. an outsourced freelancer, I think the tighter, the better, at least right. in the beginning, because it just allows you to have more control. Candidly, for the business owner themselves, yeah. there's probably a, not a not mistrust, but there's probably a lack yeah. of knowing, right? That they yeah. want. So they want to kind of make sure nothing gets messed up, right? Yeah. Even though maybe they don't have a presence right now. They just want to, you know, they want to feel that sense of control. On the flip side of that, um, I think within the agency piece of it, 
I think leveraging outsourcing and virtual assistant teams, you should be really tight on the step-by-step -step processes, but from the creative side of it, be a little bit more lax, right? On that side, sure. especially because that's your area of expertise. Um, I think hiring and just how you're going to screen and find you know, outsourcers or, or freelancers is going to be a lot different where you're going to be able to get people that have real skill and knowledge. I think where you have to operationally be a little bit tighter on the agency side. Um, and, and an example, you know, I know every agency because we've onboarded with far too many yeah. um, for what I'd like to admit yeah, yeah. is yes, there's the, the brand, there's the posting, there's the creation of content, copy emails, all that. But what I've found is like the biggest bottleneck for agencies is like that onboarding process. Sure. It's like, yeah, yeah. get us access to your ads account, to your Google AdWords, to your LinkedIn, you know, business manager, get us um, doing the site audit to make sure all your pixels and stuff are all set up correctly. Like those are all very procedural, very, you know, ABC, one, two, three, step-by-step sure. things. They're the same every time. But from my experience working with agencies, like that is their biggest pain, right? That's yes. where they just kind of hand it off to someone who, quote unquote, they hired or a freelancer they're using that knows how to set up a Facebook pixel. Yeah. And then yeah. you get three months into this and your ads aren't returning and your data's not streaming through and you realize, oh, that pixel wasn't set up cor correctly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so that's where like from the operational side of running an agency, and, and I really sympathize with agency owners, like from <laughs> having to stay up with all the new privacy and all the latest branding yeah. trends and everything that goes on, like it's an impossible task, but that's where I feel like an agency owner on the creative side, are going to hire people who can really create a brand voice, but where I see their biggest bottleneck is in the operational side is sure. in that, that, that more the kind of the setup, the implementation and where they need to have really tight processes so they can create that machine to onboard and scale as many clients as they want and really leverage affordable, you know, outsourced team members or freelancers to help them do that. Yeah. So what kind of questions would you be asking a freelancer or a small agency before kind of hiring them to do your social media? How would you kind of figure out whether they know what they're talking about? Definitely. So, I mean, I think anytime you have examples, especially in the marketing world, just because mm. there, I mean, there's a lot of agencies out there that are incredible. There's just as many, if not more, that just are not the bill of goods, right? Yeah. Everyone, I feel like, especially in the agency world, they, you know, everyone kind of starts at there's one thing, you know, we're, we're great at Facebook. We're great at LinkedIn. Maybe we're great at like the integration and the, the, the SEO, the organic side of it. And then they kind of expand their offerings, right? Cause they got to yeah. build their revenue streams. So I yeah. think it's, it's asking them questions, um, or even asking the freelancer, like, what is your area of specialization? Like, where do you guys really kill it? Where did you get your start? Um, and, and really understanding what medium that they either specialize in or that they really have really good team members in place to be able to support you. Cause I think to really stay up on each channel nowadays, it really does take a level of expertise where you, you know, you might have a couple that you specialize in, but you know, yeah. you really got to kind of be an expert in, you know, Google or LinkedIn oh, yeah. or Meta or whatever yeah. the case may be. Yeah, Cause uh, I think everyone's got a great portfolio, haven't they? Everyone's got a great portfolio. Canva, you know, you could go on Canva and just download a bunch of templates. You'd have a great portfolio, wouldn't you? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And, and it's amazing, John, how many of our clients who come to us that are kind of just like about to throw in the towel, both on the agency side yeah. and like the business owner side. They're like, I've hired four of these people and they did all this. And, the, and I'll, they'll, they'll, show, um, they'll, they'll show me kind of some, some past you know, resumes of these people. And I'm like, you can't really have looked at this and thought that they were the expert in all of this. Could you? Yeah. Um, but, yeah. but I, I think that's the biggest piece is really understanding their end of their, their area of specialization. Uh, and then when it comes to hiring the freelancer yourself, 
I think the biggest evaluation is giving them a very small, the great thing about freelancers is, is you've got the flexibility, right? You don't have to hire somebody and, you know, be subject to employment laws and all that stuff, right? They're a freelancer, you're paying them. So I would always recommend start with a small project, right? Start with something, whether it's, Hey, I, you know, I, I want you here, here's my brand guide. I'd love for you to run, you know, two weeks worth of Instagram stories for me. I want it to kind of have this theme, but you run with it. If you have questions, let me know, set those frequent check-ins with them and evaluate from there. See, see, and, and I think it's not just evaluating their quality of work, but evaluating their communication, right? Evaluating their feedback, evaluating, were they able to adapt and change and, 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 and reflect in their work, your feedback that you're giving them. I mean, that is the beauty of freelancers is don't just jump in and start throwing a bunch of stuff at them, kind of stair step it. That's always my recommendation. Start small, give them little projects, see if they really are the right fit for what you're looking for and that the skill sets on that resume or that, that uh, portfolio match what yeah. you're able to see in their output. Yeah. Do you think we ought to split kind of organic and paid social media now? Do you, do you think, because I think it's two different skill sets. I 100% think, mm. think it is as well. I, I mean, I think especially on the or, and organic, I just feel like is evolving. I, I've just like, I'm sure many of your listeners, right, just nerding out on this whole AI chat GPT bar oh, God, yeah. conversation. You know what I mean? <laughs> like the organic... And even even just the the Google piece of it, I think is a it's it's just a beast within itself. I yeah. mean, I think just the technical setup of understanding how to optimize for organic is, and really understanding the nuance of really well written copy, you know, proper meta tagging, all that mm. stuff is just a skill set. I mean, it's almost like an operator skill set, right? I feel like that person is almost more leaning towards like the technical operator than like the kind of the typical creative that we think a lot of marketers are. So yeah, no, I'm, I'm a big proponent with, I mean, our company, we use a whole separate entity for our organic, uh, just because I do feel like it is, it's two completely different skill sets and really knowledge standpoint, staying up to date with all the changes and what's going on. It it has to have its own focus. Um, so how much research would you kind of expect a freelancer to do on your brand? Do you expect them to dig in deep and, and have a good look? I, I mean, I, the best freelancers that we've worked with, and, and I say freelancers, obviously we're a virtual assistant company. So mm. we, what do we end up doing? We've got teams in the Philippines. That's where all of our, mm. we've got over 2,200 people over there. So a lot of ours, our employees now, our team members, they were freelancers and they yeah. come to us you know, for, for various reasons. One of the things that I love, and I look for this especially on the, um, you know, graphic designers, marketing, you know, marketing managers, the copywriters, the people who are really good and who I have seen success with, both with our clients as well as within our own business, they're doing that research and coming to you with some sort of plan or feedback right yeah. from that first interview. Yeah. Right? Those are the people that you really want to look to hire, whether it's the agency getting on the first call, right? There's nothing worse than getting on a call with an agency. And it, you can tell as they're going through your Facebook pages live on the call that they've never looked at you before. And they're giving kind of off the cuff, shoot from the hip type feedback where it's yeah, like, yeah. yep, I know that. That's why we're on this call. Thank you. Um, I would say my expectation when you, when you know whether you're hiring the freelancer yourself or hiring the agency, the ones that come to that very first call or even an email ahead of time, 
that say, hey, we did a quick site audit. We found this. We looked at some of your competitors. Mm -hmm. Where do you, those are the people that you want to work work yeah. with. And those are the ones that you're going to really be able to leverage and probably get the results out of that you would expect when you're hiring, you know, a, a, a marketing freelancer or an agency. Yeah. How do you get around that client who kind of like just wants somebody to do what they tell them to do? Because there's plenty of those around and they're not, they think they know everything. They think they're the expert <laughs> and they're not. Yes, no, definitely. I think I think that's the uh, that's like the number one thing. That's that first infliction point, right? We all feel yeah. as a business owner. It's like I'm the expert. I know I have to do it. And then you get to that point where you're like, okay, I'm out of hours. I hate my life. I need to hire someone, but I still want to have all the control. Yeah. Um, I think that's where just as and we work with a lot of entrepreneurs, right? A lot of businesses that do kind of that five to twenty five million dollars a year in revenue, right? Yeah. So so owner operators really heavily yeah. involved. Um, I think that's where you, I'm a, our company, I'm a big believer in just like, you know, fail fast and learn. Sure. So you've yeah. got to give them a little bit of a leash. If you do your due diligence, everything we've talked about on this call, if you're, you know, interviewing correctly, if you're evaluating candidates based on the feedback they're giving you right from the first jump, if you're setting up a process for them to be successful and giving them a framework for what your expectations are, you've got to give them some slack. There's always going to be a calibration. There's always going to be a learning it's going to be hard. I mean, any position, but especially in marketing for anybody to really show what they're great at. If you're trying to micromanage every single part of, of the process. Right. Yeah. And, and for the agency owner, kind of like we talked about earlier, I feel like having those clear SOPs in terms of how your agency runs from the technical side of it, from onboarding to setting pixels to get like that stuff. Yes. Be anal about it. Be very, mm. very strict on it because that directly affects the, the, the feeling, the, the customer experience that your customer feels. Yeah. But I think from the side of like, you know, creating campaigns and split testing and trying different ad collateral, I, you have to give them that run. Cause if you've done your job and you know, as, as managers, as owners, that's what we should be doing. We should be giving clear accountability and empowering our teams to do what it is that we hired them to do. So if we're trying to interject and micromanage everything, yeah. you're probably just not at the right spot or you know you haven't set up the right processes to be able to actually hire someone where you can truly let them be and do what it is that they're great yeah. at. And you've probably not got the best freelancer if they let you micromanage them, if that makes sense, because it would drive me mad. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Well, it's, it's, it has driven me mad in the past. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I hear that for sure. Yeah, I mean, I think having realistic expectations, right? There's going to be that calibration. There's going to be where they're asking questions. Yeah. But, I mean, you should be looking 30, 60 days into it. I mean, it should, it should be, you know, a well-oiled machine. It should be running. If they're still coming back and really, what did you think of that? How could yeah. I do this? What do you want me to say here? Yeah. After you've gone through that that learning, I think, yeah, you've probably got the wrong person you need to be looking yeah. elsewhere. Yeah, Fascinating. I could chat for ages and ages about this. Um, Greg, where can we find you? Where's Rocket Station? Rocketstation.com. That is a great domain name to have, isn't it? Yeah, thank you. Yeah, we like, like I said, we like to, to blast people <laughs> off into the world of virtual staffing. So no, I'm glad you, I'm glad you like it. Um, Rocketstation.com is our website. For anyone who say we've, we've touched a nerve, whether it's on the process side for our agency owners mm. or whether 
you're, you're a business owner looking to hire, you know, and, and have kind of gone down the freelancer path yourself, say, would love to continue the conversation. Our calendar is discovery.rocketstation.com. Um, say for having us on the, on the podcast today, we've got some great promotions and, and kind of get started deals for any of your listeners that, that drop us a line and, and hop on our calendar. So that's discovery.rocketstation.com or tons of great resources, blog posts around marketing on our website, uh, rocketstation.com as well. Fantastic. What I'll do is I'll put a load of links in the show notes and folks can just tap on those and straight away. Uh, Brilliant, Greg. Thanks ever so much for your time. Really appreciate it. Thank you, John. You have a good one. Thanks again to Greg for his time. Don't forget to check out the links in the show notes. If you've enjoyed this episode, you can subscribe for more on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, your favourite podcast player. Just search for Not Another Marketing Podcast. Thanks for listening.